0: Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. I want to give you a summary of the gospel. Now, the gospel is all about Jesus, the Christ, the Son of God. This is going to be a quick summary, but I'm going to try to hit the highlights as best I can. Now, Jesus was born fairly humbly. We read in Luke chapter 2, verse 7, And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Actually, that's in swaddling cloths in this translation, nonetheless. And laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Now, his birth was proclaimed by the angels. In Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. There's not much known about Jesus' childhood, but we do know that he studied the scriptures and he knew much. If you look at Luke chapter 2 again, verses 46 and 47. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Now, as an adult, Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, and behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Then Jesus went into the wilderness and was tempted by Satan. Luke chapter 4, verse 13. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Notice that Jesus' temptations did not end here. You know, it's safe to say that he was tempted every day just as we are. He had untold power to do anything but he only did what was in the father's will Now Jesus called his disciples we look at Matthew chapter 4 verse 19 and he said to them follow me and I will make you fishers of men Jesus taught both his disciples and the crowds the people like the sermon on the mount if you look at Matthew chapter 5 through chapter 7, now that's too much for me to put here in in basically just in a highlight, but this is a great sermon and there are so many lessons in it. And it teaches us all the basics of Jesus' ministry. And that should be our ministry, right? Now Jesus healed many people. He did this in a number of different places and times. If we look at uh, Matthew chapter 8, Verse 16, that evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. Matthew chapter 12, verse 15, Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there, and many followed him, and he healed them all. He knew the Pharisees were plotting, that's why he withdrew. John chapter 21, verse 25. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. Jesus just did so many things. And Jesus rebuked the Pharisees and the scribes repeatedly. If We look at Luke chapter 16, for an example, verses 14 and 15. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, heard all these things, and they ridiculed him. And he said to them, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Yet some of the Pharisees knew and believed in Jesus. If we look at John chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, this is about Nicodemus. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus predicted his death and did not prevent it. Peter fussed at him about it, and Jesus rebuked him we look at Matthew chapter 16, verse 22. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. But we know that Jesus rebuked him for that and told him that that was not, he was not in the Father's will. But of course, Jesus was Peter's friend. Um, He was all of them. He was all of their friend and their uh, teacher as well. And of course, they didn't want anything to happen to him. That's normal for us when we care about someone. Moving on, though, Jesus was arrested and went before Pilate. John, chapter 18, verse 36. Jesus answered to Pilate, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. And then Jesus was crucified and died. John chapter 19, verse 30. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. But the real news, the important thing for us today, especially, is that Jesus rose again. If we look at Mark chapter 16, verses 14 through 16, afterward he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe, will be condemned. Now he was witness ascending into heaven. Acts chapter 1 verse 9 And when he had said these things as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. Why did Jesus, the Son of God, do all of this? Well, if we look for the simple answer, if we look at John chapter 3 verses 16 and 17, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So what should be our response to this if we look at Acts chapter 2, verse 38? And Peter said to them, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then, if we look at how we should be as Christians, we look at Acts chapter 17, verse 28. In him we live and move and have our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring. In other words, as Christians, we are the child, children of God. And then, what do we have to look forward to? We look at John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Now, this is Jesus speaking. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so... Would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And then if we look again at 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when He appears, We shall be like Him, because we shall see Him as He is. So I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.